Want to listen to the full Burt Show every day, uninterrupted, with no ads? Become a bonus Burt Show subscriber. Find out more at theburtshow.com slash bonus BS. The Burt Show. Our phone screener, Mikey. Might have ruined a wedding video. <laughs> You're a mess, bro. Messy Mikey. I gotta get it oh, together. Messy, messy Mikey. Mikey. Oh, that's cute. That's really endearing for a guy that just is constantly making mistakes. <laughs> a little messy. Um, We're all messy. <laughs> so yeah, I went to the wedding of a close family friend, and at this wedding, they had an open bar. And that is great news for me and horrible news for everybody else. <laughs> um, what is your beverage of choice at an open bar at a wedding? Oh, let's Mikey? try to guess. Let's try to guess this. Yeah, guess it. All right, let's try to guess. If, hmm. Well, I mean, I think you're a Miller Lite guy. That's correct. Okay, because okay. I remember that from a previous story. But if you were, due to, if you were to do the liquor, mm-hmm. I think you're into the brown stuff. I'm going to yeah. go with uh-huh. bourbon. No, oh, wait, I was going to say the same. Yeah? No, no. Tequila. Tequila. No. Right. Cool. Jose, is, is that where he came up with tequila? Nah, I just, I'm not. I just tequila. <laughs> Vodka? Nope. Uh, margarita, whatever that is. I'm I would have never guessed that. <laughs> <laughs> never nope. got it. Come on. Okay. Um, That's the most shocking thing we're going to hear today. Really? <laughs> Unless you would have said daiquiri. Why is that so shocking? I don't know. You just don't seem like a margarita dude. Uh, well, I Now, am. you're no longer messy, Mikey. You're a margarita. <laughs> <laughs> messy margarita, Mikey. <laughs> so, yeah, so the ceremony ends. And the margaritas start flowing. I was drinking them like they were going out of style. I just, I thought it was it was fun. I was just having fun. I was drinking all these margaritas. At some point, fun turns into a problem. Whenever I was dancing, I knew that something was horribly wrong. <laughs> yes. I don't. I can't dance. I look like a weird spaghetti thing. I agree. That was always a sign for me. Also, if I'm on a dance floor, I didn't realize how drunk I was before I got exactly. out. Of here. Yeah. I got the confidence to get out there. Yeah, that that's whenever I should have known. Dial it back. Chill out. Whatever. I didn't. I didn't know that. So. I go through the night, all kinds of mistakes were made. I got yelled at by some lady in the hotel lobby. We hung out till sunrise with the receptionist lady. She gave me birthday cake. I don't know. It was just like, it was out of control. I wake up in the morning just dying. I I get really bad regret whenever I'm drinking. I'd wake up just hating myself. Why did I do that? And it lasts three days, whatever. So I'm just melting. Like, and this was a bad one. Like, because I do it and I regret it, whatever. This is like a bad one. This is serious. I was at a wedding. I was in front of all these people that's known me since I was a child. And you're, I you're still a, a child. Bro. And I'm still <laughs> a child. Um, just a drunk child. Um, so I, I get it together. I drive back to Milledgeville. I'm sitting on the pot. I'm scrolling through Instagram. I got the lady on my bed. And all of a sudden, I swipe to the next story and I said, Oh my God, no. I freaked out, and what did I see? They had a grand reveal for the car that was going to take them from the venue to the hotel. It was a Rolls Royce. The video is the two doors. The doors swing open, and it's supposed to be just the bride and the groom standing there. (laughs) I don't know the groom. I know the bride better. I'm standing next to the groom's <laughs> ear, just screaming in it. And this with, is all on video, by the way. Yeah, there's a video of it. I've a beard, to be an intimate video. I have a, of course, right angle arm, beer in my hand, just <laughs> yelling in the groom's ear during this grand reveal thing. And oh my gosh, it's like because then I, you can see me register the camera and kind of sneak out, but. I don't know what I was saying, but I was just yelling in his ear during this grand, this big moment. 
I ruined the video, and it's out there for forever. <laughs> it was one of the hardest things to ever watch in I my life. I thought we were going to have audio, no? You can't make out what he's saying. Oh. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> so we just get a dramatic reenactment from Tommy. Thank yeah. you. In the groom's ear who really has no idea who you are. No, we don't know each other. And I'm saying either that's expensive or that's special. And uh, why would I say either of those things? <laughs> that's expensive. <laughs> oh. It's it's brutal, though. Like, it's taken me a long time to get over this. I don't know if I ever will. See, that, at least back in the day... Cause We've all gone through this process where you wake up in the morning, right, after a long one, eyes open, and then you start going through the night with all this regret. Like, who do I have to apologize to today? But at least back in the day, we didn't have Instagram, right? We had to do it by memory. And now you're scrolling through Instagram, and there's the proof. Yeah. And it's a wedding, and there's always one at every party, and guess who it was? It was me. Okay, (laughs) so you obviously feel very bad about this. Has any family member said anything to you? you about what, your behavior? You know, whenever you wake up in the morning, you go to talk to your family and they're all just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty much everything that we needed. Everybody was sick of me. Just, uh, ugh. your presence. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Just like everyone starts their eyes the other way whenever you come walking up. <laughs> Look at yeah. you in the eye. Oh, they they just talk about you before you got in the room. Oh, yeah. No. yeah, exactly. They Messy. all look over at once. <laughs> Messy Mikey strikes again, man. Messy That's Margarita so Mikey. Yeah, he's oh. the best guy. <laughs> the Burt Show. Alright, moving on, but also staying in weddings here. This is going to be shocking here because if you have been following Abby on social media, she put together this amazing bachelorette party, right, a couple of weeks ago for her cousin. And now the relationship has changed. Yeah, I might have to back out of being one of her maid of honors, but she does have two, so I feel like it's fine. But um, something went down with us this weekend that I just think um, might might make it a little bit easier if I just take a step back and um, take myself out of the wedding. We had a little bit of an altercation in the group chat this weekend. Oh, no. So we have a wedding planners group chat where it's me, my mom, and her mom, and her. And this weekend, um, you know, we, we were talking about the bridal shower. We were finalizing invitations and all like that girly stuff. Um, And then on Saturday, things got a little bit more tense when I was drinking. So I went out with Rebecca and a couple of her friends on a birthday party this weekend. We went went on a party bus. We were having tequila. We were popping champagne. It was great. And I realized I get a little feisty when I drink. I realized I've started to become like the angry white wine mom when I drink. (laughs) It's becoming a little sad, honestly. So on Saturday... um, What makes you pop off on the wedding uh, group chat? Let me get to that, Kristen. So I'm I'm, I'm holding my phone. We're at at this outdoor brewery and all of a sudden the wedding planner's group chat starts popping off. And I'm looking at it and my cousin sent a photo that really sent me into a tizzy. It really shocked me. I, I open my phone, I pull up the group chat and in there I see a photo of none other than the love of my life, Riley Green and her backstage. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I go, okay. oh my God, Allie. What are you doing backstage with Riley Green? Dead silence. For those that don't know who Riley Green is. Oh, Riley Green, super hot country singer that I'm in love with. That you slid into his DMs and you said what again? I said, is mayonnaise an instrument? <laughs> 
<laughs> you can laugh all day long. He still opened up the DM, and I'm still in the I'm still in his inbox apparently because I've DM'd him since then, and he's been opening up up them and looking at them and not responding. Has he? Yeah, he hasn't responded. He to hasn't any responded. Of, okay, of course, that, why would he look that, at me? So that's she, not it. It was the opening line. It for was sure. the opening line for sure. It's my personality, which makes it worse. <laughs> so she sends this photo um, backstage with the love of my life, and I go, I'm like calling her profusely. I'm like, Allie, pick up the phone, pick up the phone, put me on with Ryan and Green, and I get no response from her. So I send a message, and I was like, I am no longer your maid of honor anymore. If I do not get to meet Riley Green over the phone at the very least, I cannot do this. Clearly joking. Clearly joking. Okay. So she she doesn't respond for another day, and the next morning she we wake up, and I'm like, what's the tea? Literally, what happened? And she goes, oh, we didn't get to go backstage, but we did get to give him this Bucks jersey. So backstory on her fiance, her fiance's father is like an, a legendary Bucks player, like big deal. So um, that he like signed a jersey of his to be able to give to him to be able to get backstage. Apparently, she had to like battle her way to the front row of this Riley Green concert in Tampa, like got on somebody's shoulders and was waving it around for him to be able to come to the front and grab the the jersey. So <laughs> there's this video of her in the group chat also where she's like, Riley! and he comes <laughs> over or his drummer comes over, gets the jersey. Apparently they didn't get to meet because that's what I was upset about. I was like, how can you go backstage and talk to Riley Green and not give him your single cousin's number? Like, <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't you love for him to perform at your wedding? And um, it, it was just like, the, I, I'm jokingly saying I can't be in her wedding anymore, but um, it's mainly just because I'm very upset that I am not going to be able to bring him as a plus one. Hurt your feelings. <laughs> yeah. It hurt my feelings. I'm very upset. I just kind of feel like if you have the opportunity to set up one of your single family members mm -hmm. and bring in some country music royalty into the group, like why why wouldn't you bring have that opportunity? You know? So I don't know how I'm going to confront her about this. I, I think <laughs> we need to switch our attention and figure out a way for you to get Riley Green's attention somehow, someway. Mm -hmm. Clearly the mayonnaise joke didn't work. But there's got to be a way that we can brainstorm just to get a response, just to get in front of them somehow, some way. I need to switch up my pickup lines. I got to switch up the condiments. Like, mayonnaise isn't working. Maybe we need to catch up. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. No, oh. no. Abby, stop right now. Stop. <laughs> he's reading your messages, so we're halfway there. Like, that's a good thing. I mean, thing. he's going to be in Nashville November 20th, which is not far and is very soon. And at this point, the restraining order doesn't cover Nashville. <laughs> So we, we got that going for us. He's also going to be in Savannah in February, but that means we have to wait a little bit. Okay. I do have tickets to a show in April, which maybe I'll have a glow up by then. Like, do, Should we be playing the long game? You are beautiful. Shut your face. I, no, I Stop know. Stop saying that. No, I know. I'm, I'm attractive, but I could be more attractive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we, we, we got to, if I'm going to put all my eggs in one basket into one night into making the love of my life fall in love with me, <laughs> I need to be looking like Heidi Klum or something. That is a good looking man. It's the first time I've ever seen him. That's a good looking man. Very handsome. Very handsome man. The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's Entertainment Bus. We lost another legendary Hollywood couple. Meryl Streep and her husband of 45 years, Don Gummer, say they've been separated for six years. Really? Almost as long as Jada Pinkett Smith and Will have. <laughs> so People Magazine confirmed this news, and it was really shocking because she was literally just spotted at like an awards show on Friday wearing her wedding ring. But apparently for the last six years, they've been living separate lives. Um, and it's cr I was reading the, the article talking about how they met, and I couldn't help but think that they have one of those love stories stories that make you think when you know you know is real. So People Magazine says that the 
They met in 1978 when she was in the middle of mourning her boyfriend at the time. He had just died of lung cancer. And so I guess she met because of um, her brother who introduced them and they were married six months later. Whoa. They've been together 45 years? 45 years. Which I don't know if you can count the six years, so maybe 39 years now. Whatever. Yeah, but 45 years would have been... um, about a month ago on September 30th. So it's kind of a bummer. 2020 year, 2023 is the year that love has died. So I'm curious on why they just don't get divorced. I guess, I mean, what works for you and your relationship works for you and your relationship. But if you're separated for seven years, why wear the wedding ring? Mm-hmm. Why just not go through the process? Because you don't want to, de- I mean, being a celebrity, you just don't want to deal with it publicly. And there's no urgency to do so. Mm-hmm. Like you can just live your separate lives peacefully, which she has done for six years. Yeah. Nobody's been any mm-hmm. the wiser. But I guess now the only reason why I can think is to say something is because you found somebody else that you want to be able to go out with and like and be with. Mm, but then she's wearing the wedding ring, which is so weird, which I I, mean, I get it kind of it protects you to an extent from yeah. the public because then no one's really going to ask questions. And I don't really think people were that invested in Meryl Streep's love life to begin with. Oh, but please, people will catch it. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. they will. And if they wouldn't, the paparazzi would in about one second. Yeah, well, the, the rumor had been floating around on Dumois via a blind item, and they got to confirm it. They were like, yeah, this is who we were talking about. Okay, Bad Bunny hosted SNL over the weekend, and he made it bilingual. So he opened up the show with a monologue and said, you know, some people were concerned. You know, how am I going to host this show? English is my second language. But in three of the, the sketches were actually either mostly in Spanish or completely in Spanish. And so for his monologue, monologue, he actually brought out Pedro Pascal, you know, to help mm-hmm. translate a little bit. And really interesting too, like I, I, I'm guilty of, if, if a program's not in English, I'm very quick to check out. I think Americans are super spoiled. Like if it's not in English, like why am I going to turn the subtitles on? There's a thousand other shows uh, that, that are in our mm-hmm. language. Um, but SNL also had a lot of fun poking fun at a story that I know that we all have been pretty sick of talking about. Um, Jada Pinkett Smith talking about Will Smith and Tupac. So since Britney's memoir is coming out this week and today's probably the last day that we're going to even have room to talk about it. SNL, I think, kind of felt the same way. So they brought um, an impersonator out for the weekend update segment where they they basically just, she basically just went on this whole rant about her talking about Will Smith and Tupac, and it was hysterical. I got to say, I have been really enjoying seeing her get roasted on Twitter just because it's so funny how we've all, it's really united a nation. You know what yes. I mean? Like, I think sure. seeing Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, like, fall in love has united people in a joyful way. And then seeing Jada Pinkett Smith, like, ro- roast her husband on on every public platform. Ah, this poor guy. Oh my gosh. He, but he, I mean, he came out and said he fully supports her yes. and he's with it, so <laughs> it's hard to even feel sorry for him at this point. Does seem like they're happier than ever now, which is weird. Uh, he's catching some heat for changing his name to match his sons. I'll fill you on what's going on with Brian McKnight on your next E-Bus on The Burt Show. The Burt Show. Planning a beautiful wedding. I mean, it's taken up a lot of her time. She's consumed with this wedding. The problem is she's not even engaged yet. So so our listener was going to do something about it this weekend. Yeah, so her best friend recently started planning her wedding, and she's only doing it because she is convinced that she is getting engaged over Christmas, and she is set on having a fall wedding. And if you've never planned a wedding, just know that securing a venue, kind of hard because stuff books up really quickly. You got to put money down. It's a whole shebang. So if you're not engaged, you better be confident that it's happening. So they've been engaged for about three years, so it's not that far off of an idea, but she doesn't know for sure that it's happening, so she's really taking a risk here. So we all agreed if he doesn't propose, it is absolutely craziness, but if she, but if he does, 
then she just outsmarted and outplanned all of us. I don't know if you guys are superstitious or not, but this feels like bad luck to me. I feel the same way. You I do? said that last time. Yeah, I said it feels like you're kind of jinxing yourself. Yeah. Um, and you're putting the cart before the horse. And I would just like, <laughs> I would be so worried that <laughs> I would be screwing myself out of a wedding. Right. All right. So the email update, Mo has got it. After hearing all of your opinions, I decided not to talk to my friend out of her premature mm-hmm. wedding planning. After hearing you all discuss, I realized that maybe it isn't that big of a deal. So... I decided it would be better to just be supportive rather than upsetting her. Instead, I just asked how her wedding planning was coming along. What surprised me was that she has planned even more than I thought. She's not only picked a date and started envisioning her dream wedding, she's already booked and put deposits down on a venue, caterer, and photographer. Oh, wow. Out of curiosity, I asked her if her boyfriend knew about her extensive planning. She said a very firm, absolutely not. <laughs> he would think I'm crazy. There's no way. That would be ridiculous. I got to hide that until we're married. <laughs> Apparently, she's convinced he would be furious if he found out. She isn't even sure if she is going to tell him after they get engaged. I, I would not. Oh, this is starting off, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how she plans to avoid him finding out. Doesn't seem that she has thought that far ahead. I also asked about the proposal timeline and how she knows he is proposing at Christmas. Well, it seems that she has no reason to think that other than the fact that they've been together for three years and it seems like he's ready. (laughs) So, really, she has no clue. I think all I can do is just keep my fingers crossed for her and hope it all works out. Not your sink, not your dishes. Back away. You have no need to fix anything. You have no need to intervene. If this blows up in her face, it blows up in her face. Like, at this point, she's, she, she is headstrong. She's doing what she wants to do, and so be it. Technically, she's not hurting anybody. It's not like she's causing harm. The only person she might be harming is herself down the road when, after the holidays, her boyfriend hasn't proposed and she has all these deposits. Mm-hmm. And then she's going to have to cross that road when she gets to it herself. So, at this point... I feel like you just got to back away slowly. So I have two thoughts here real quick. Uh, first of all, she does have some control of this situation. While not traditional, if he doesn't propose, why can't she propose to him? Very true. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she's got a little control there. Secondly, looking at it positively, like let's say they do get married. She is right. She's planning this wedding. They get married. Things are great. You can tell him it's just got to be years later. Uh, I might take that one to the grave. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be endearing years, how years ma- from the wedding. Yeah. How many years are we talking about? 20. 40. <laughs> Happy 40th anniversary. <laughs> Not like three years or something like that. Like, hey, I got a confession to make. At that point, it's too late. No, you're right. I would think it was funny years later, but it, but it has to be the right amount of time. I definitely think you could joke about it. Like, hey, by the way, you know this party that we're having right now? I started planning it back in October. Like, how cute and funny, huh? No, you can't. No, uh, no you wait until uh, you secure that ring on the finger, and the preacher has said, you are married. You may kiss the bride. Yeah. After you rip up the prenup too. Yes, all of that. Here's what I think she should do. So I I think you're far gone for like trying to control the situation. Like you can't make your friend do something. I would try and get some intel next time you're out with the boyfriend though. Like, 
like next time y'all go grab dinner, you get a little tipsy. I would maybe like sneak over to the boyfriend and be like, hey, like y'all been together three years. Like you think about popping the question anytime soon, maybe get some intel that way. Mm. And then that way, if you actually do find out some information that might not be great, considering she's putting down all this money, you can stop her. Now, most dudes would stay through this, right? Like, if the best friend comes up to you and says, hey, when are you thinking about that? Like, you know that she's going to go back to her friend with Absolutely. that info. Yeah. That would be my first thought. No, I don't think he, I, I think, I think especially if you're out in, in a situation where you guys are just sharing a couple of drinks, just kind of being like, you could just pass it off as just a little tipsy conversation. I don't think it's going to be anything too crazy. I would, I would think my girlfriend sent her. That's, yeah. That would be my first story. Yeah. Uh, oh, they pop. Abby, do not get involved. Yeah. Not your sink, uh, not yeah. your dishes. Stop yeah. washing. <laughs> Let me get involved. Kristen, put the plate down. <laughs> the Burt Show. Hi, Kristen. You're starting to realize that, hey, it's you. Maybe it's you. You're the problem. It's you. It's Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Now, listen. If I, I want you all to be honest. You don't need to be brutally honest, but I would like you to be honest and if I am making this about me, by all means, call me out. When it happens once, all right. Happens twice, okay. <laughs> but by the fifth time, you have to start wondering who the common denominator is. And the common denominator is me. Yeah, that's a track record then at five. Right? Whatever it is. And there are two people on the show who are causing me anxiety in my head over what I have done <coughs> that people don't want to hang out with me. Okay, so I'm going to save them for last. <laughs> Not one, but two people on the show have done this. Were they responsible for forming your personality? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That's all me and only me. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to change names to, prof- to protect the innocent. So I've been texting with my friend Ben. He and his partner got married recently, very excited. They had a small, intimate wedding somewhere else. We want to celebrate with them. We've been trying to plan a dinner. We've gotten so far as to, like, we're going to come over to your house. We're going to get a sitter for Jimmy. I have asked for dates multiple times. Nothing. Then we have my friend Barbara for as since like last year have been trying to have dinner with her or a lunch with her to catch up on life. I have lost track how many text messages I've sent. I even sent dates at one point in time saying, hey, is this Tuesday available for you? Early dinner. I can bring Jimmy so you can see him. Nothing. Like ghosted. Haven't heard anything. Then I have some family friends. We're going to call them the Smiths. Okay. And we're supposed to go do this holiday train ride. Right. And for months, I have tried to nail down a date so we can book a cabin and go spend the night and do this train ride. And I can't get a a response Mm -hmm. to the point I finally said, hey, we're going to go regardless. Mm -hmm. Hope you can join. But can you just please let me know if it's (laughs) going to be this weekend or this weekend? Now we move to inside the house. Mm Tommy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Ooh, busted. On April 19th, I texted Tommy for his birthday. I knew I was in this. For his birthday, my husband and I want to take Tommy and his wife, Renee, out to dinner. Uh-huh. I have hit him up no less than three times trying to get a date to book this dinner. Uh-uh. Nothing. Bull. I remember the first one. That was April 19th. Prove it. I want receipts. Okay. I have the April 19th one. One is in your birthday card. I said, Bart and I want to take you out to dinner. Well, Please get us a day. a long time ago. That's fine. <laughs> and then I sent you a day. Oh, that doesn't count if it's I keep all my guards. <laughs> <laughs> then April 19th, and I know there's another one. Three times I have asked, 
Wow. And I think I even texted your wife as well to get a date. Well, as they say, Kristen, fourth time's the charm. Okay. (laughs) Then we have Katie. Uh, Uh 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 Uh-oh. So what I don't know. Did you do? So I don't know if you remember Mo. Uh, back on August fifth or August fourth, excuse me. You and Katie did a little in the moment live podcast, uh-huh. which is on Pioneer Network, which we have to say because Bert owns. And I got to meet your mom in person for the very first time. And mm-hmm. right after that, I said, "Hey, Bart and I want to take your mom out." And then I texted you, "Hey, Bart and I want to take your mom out." Yeah. And then I texted again. I said, "Hey, Bart and I want to wow, take your mom out." And, and I have not got days for anything. <laughs> Well, you see, on that one, yes. I'm blaming that on my mother because okay. it's just hard to get her to agree mm-hmm. to some dates. That's okay. smart. Okay. That's smart, Katie. Okay. Good play. But I promise you, I'm going to have some dates for you. Mm-hmm. So, Let's mm-hmm. take a look at these these friends that you've been hitting up to spend time with. Do they have as busy a life as you? Do they have kids? Outside of Tommy, who really does nothing outside of here, uh, that one should have been responded to very, very quickly. Are you? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just my wife and I have a very busy social calendar. <laughs> they do. We were hanging out with A-listers this weekend, I'll mm-hmm. have you know. All right, so of the five, yep. only one has kids. Only one has kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so we got to throw that one out. We have a dog, which Kristen gave us. <laughs> all right, process of a See, the, you look at this very of, differently. Okay, of all of these, how many have dogs? One. <laughs> we can only leave our house for eight hours at a time. Okay. So you look at this very differently than I do. So for me... I am not bothered when people don't accept my invitation to go out because there are really only a handful of people I really want to hang out with. Mm -hmm. So when I make the invitation, most of the time, it's hoping they say no. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing. Over here hoping people say yes. (laughs) And they always say yes to me. (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) No, stop saying yes. Do me a favor. Text Tommy today. Ask to take him out to dinner and see what he responds. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's not... Look, people have busy lives, Kristen. Since April? <laughs> that long time. <laughs> That's a long time. You are, <laughs> you are a, a an amazing friend. You're incredibly entertaining. You so and it's Bart, me. It, no, no, no. You and Bart together are so fun to hang out with. But people have lives, man. Okay, all right. I'm not asking for like four hours. I'm asking for like... <laughs> An hour and a half, too. It's too tops. I, I had a blast hanging out with you and Bart for what it's worth when we went to the SEC game. Thank you. Was, you. A lot of fun. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? <laughs> what I've learned here is... I'm just going to stop caring. <laughs> stop at the expectation. The invitation is enough. If okay. they say yes, great. If they say no, even greater. I can't begin to tell you how many times I have hit people back up. And it, what, the, what it is, it's, it's on my mental load. It's on my mental to-do list. And now it's become something that I need to check off on my to-dos yeah. is all these dinners. And <laughs> you've done your part. You've all done right. your part. All right, fine. All, all right. right. I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you got to have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% 
50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't gotta worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code Abby to get your discount code Abby. I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights, make it spicy. My margaritas, make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you gotta have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't gotta worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code Abby to get your discount code Abby. The Burt Show. She and her sisters are throwing a surprise uh, anniversary party, but you have other relatives that are already starting to mess things up. Uh, she wants your advice on this. If you guys got something going on in your life you want to share with us here at The Burt Show, hit us up at thebirtshow.com. Uh, my two sisters and I are throwing a surprise anniversary party for our parents. It's their 25th anniversary. We really want to make it special. Their love is inspiring, and we're so excited to celebrate it. Mm. And to make sure we do the party justice, we have also enlisted one of our aunts to help us out. My sisters and I have uh, handled the majority of the planning. We have the venue. We got the catering. We got the cake, flowers, etc. And my aunt is in charge of the guest list and invitations. The guest list consists of primarily family with some close friends, and we want to keep it somewhat small and intimate. My aunt sent out the Evite, and I, and as I was looking over the guest list, I realized my aunt invited a couple she shouldn't have. The wife is an old friend of my mom's, but recently they've had a falling out. Things are ugly. I don't know the specifics. All I know is... Last year, something went down, and my mom was so upset. I figured my aunt would be in the know. Turns out she wasn't. What's worse, not only are they not in, are they invited, but she's already RSVP'd. Yes. Ooh. Ooh, it's bad. Uh, her presence will be so uncomfortable and potentially ruin the party. Um, nor is it a time. Oh. Nor is it a time for a reconciliation at the party. The focus is supposed to be on the love between my parents, not an estranged friend. So what do we do? My aunt obviously isn't in the know. So do I explain to her and let her handle it? Do I reach out to my mom's former friend and uninvite her? I know one thing for sure. Can't let her show up. Instead of the attention being on my parents, it will be uncomfortably Really, really bad for her. So what if we uninvite her and out of spite, she runs to my mom and ruins the entire surprise surprise party. So please, Bird Show, help. All right, what you guys got? one 855 Show. 
I just don't think if she was going to start any problems, she would RSVP yes. You know what I mean? Like, if there's somebody in my life that I just do not want to see and do not want to have any kind of, like, altercation with, I'm probably just going to save us both the trouble and RSVP no. So, even though there's probably tension between the two of them for some reason, we don't know. I want the tea, but we don't know. If she's going to RSVP yes, I got to assume that she's willing to go and just lay low, you know? Absolutely not. Because maybe it's not like she was the one who's in the wrong Mm. and didn't think she did anything wrong and thinks, oh, mom has finally come to her senses. And this is like an olive branch because we don't know the details of the falling out. I feel like it, she could go and feel like perfectly fine, but mom's going to feel a certain way depending on what the infraction was that caused the friendship to, to sever. If it's me, I I would get ahead of it. I would, probably take full responsibility for it because I wouldn't put it on the aunt because if I knew that there was a beef there and the aunt didn't, then I would feel like, okay, that's on me. That's yeah. a mishap that I made. And so if if it's bad, this bad, to the point where they're saying like she can't be there and that's just the end of it, then you have to tell her. There's, there's really no other way around it to me. And I would have no problem reaching out to the friend any way that I could and just letting her know that a mistake was made. And I'm sorry, but you're not actually invited to the party. I, I don't know another way around it, and you probably should do it closer to the party because I didn't think about the, the point of her ruining it. Yeah, I understand where Abby is coming from, that maybe from her perspective, this is all fine now, but just that there's going to be that uncomfortable, uh, that uncomfortableness hanging in mm-hmm. the air at what's supposed to be the focus on the couple is going to make it for uncomfortable for the couple. I have an idea. What if we reach back out to her and say we'll do a texting tutor with her and the estranged friend this week. I don't and, even know how to get out of that one. No, I think you just have to be honest. I think you text we, the we friend. We don't do that one well. No, we have to. <laughs> I think you text the friend and be like, hi, this is so-and-so's daughter. I am so sorry that there was a mistake. My aunt was in charge of the guest list and was not aware of your and my mom's current situation. Um I do hope the two of you can mend fences. I just don't think it would be appropriate to do so at their anniversary party. All right, Pedro here, going to get a little extreme with us. Good morning, Pedro. Good morning, guys. I wouldn't say extreme. I'm just saying methodical. She can't make it if her tires are deflated. Mind you, I think it's criminal. Yep. Oh, that's true. That's, that's just, point, Pedro's just spitting fast, man. Okay. All of them. All four tires. Yeah, yeah. And let's not take knives to them. Let's just unscrew the little things and just push to where the air comes out. <laughs> just push so, it. like, you can at least fill them back up at the gas station. <laughs> how long that would take? Hell it, no. Just slash him. No, we're time we're not you going to push the tires? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to take four friends. Everybody can take a tire and you can expedite it, okay? Misha, good morning. You're part of the bird show. Hi. Hey. Micah? Micah, Misha, what is it? It's Micah. Hey, Hey, Micah. Micah. What's going on? Not a whole lot. Just on my way to work right now. I was um, I wasn't really interested. In that. I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I just played with you, man. What's going on? So I had a long time friend. We were friends for like twelve years, right? And then we ended up having a falling out just over some random stuff. And then about two years later, I ran into him, and we tried to rekindle our friendship or whatever. And it was cool, but it just wasn't the same. And then. Like, we actually ended up falling out again, and that was about three years ago, and I still think about it to this day, and it just, like, hurts me because we were so close for so long, and I just feel like the same type of thing would happen to these people if they show up at the wedding. It would definitely be more about them thinking, 
why did she show up instead of like what we're doing here, you know? So your suggestion is just uninvite them, do whatever you can just to make sure that they're not there? I mean, people respect what's real. If you just reach out and be like, honestly, this was a mistake. I'm sorry. Like, I don't think y'all should show up that she would probably respect it. I love that. Thank you. Appreciate you calling. That ended. That call ended way better than it started. <laughs> <laughs> Hope he has safe travels to work. Yeah, <laughs> Becca, good morning. Good morning. I'm so excited to be on there. Um, okay, so I would say that I would send out another email and say, actually, the date has changed to, like, a further date out. And then once the party's happened, then call or text or whatever and be like, actually, you're not invited. Sorry, you can't come. Oops. Oh, so just hit her up and be like, we've had, there was an issue with the venue. We had to change the date and, like, do it the day after. Well, I stopped there. Let her show up to the venue that you lied to her. And (laughs) (laughs) And with the sign that just says, you suck, not invited. (laughs) All right, maybe Travis is on to something here real quick. Hey, Travis. Hey, how's it going, y'all? Good, thank you. Yeah, I I know a lot of stuff my parents happens behind the scenes and they don't always update me. So if I'm planning this party, I'm going to reach out to my mom and I'm going to say, hey, how's that relationship with your friend? Is it still strained? Because this might be putting a unnecessary stress on me if the relationship has been relieved without me knowing. So what you're saying is whoever's planning the party should be doing like the inviting and uninviting? Well, that's them. That's the sisters mm-hmm. and the aunt. There's no party planner. Then we're screwed. Yes. <laughs> the Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Brian McKnight is getting a lot of heat online after revealing he legally changed his name to become a senior to his newborn son, despite already being a senior to his eldest son, Brian McKnight Jr. So he posted on Instagram uh, announcing his new album. He said he created for his newborn son, very cleverly called McKnight Time Lullabies. So he posted, so proud to introduce our son, Brian Kainoa Makoa Jr. And he said to the world, with the release of my new album, lovingly created for him because I am also proud to officially announce that I have legally changed my name. So he says that he is now Brian Kainoa Makoa McKnight Sr. Very long. But people are upset about this because he already has an older son that he named after himself, Brian McKnight Jr. So somebody commented, they're like, you know what? If I was Brian McKnight Jr., I would be getting back at my dad and changing my name. Mm -hmm. Well, Brian McKnight Jr. replied, I'm not ashamed of the name my ancestors had. I'll never change the name my own son has now. We are witnessing an obscene level of self-hate that has reached mental illness status at this point. Point. This was the son that said that? Yes, his junior. I, I know. Isn't that crazy? Very publicly talking about this family feud. And he says that he will welcome his new sibling with open arms one day once he realizes who his real family is. Oh, dude. Wow. I mean, it's, I don't blame the son for doing this because the way Brian McKnight has handled himself, it's, it's so messed. And it's sad. Like, it's really sad how he is just... You know, you don't know all the details, but to turn your back on your eldest kids and just mm-hmm. act like they don't exist and then just play family with this new family has to be, that's just so heartbreaking mm-hmm. on so many levels for his eldest kids. It's very heartbreaking and it's nasty. And I mean, like you said, we don't know all the details, but we do know that a lot of what he turned on his kids was when they were kids. So it's like, what, how bad could that have been that not only do you disown your other family, yeah. you, you are now throwing it in their face every chance you get with the new family. 
He needs to start back at one. Take his own words. <laughs> and I loved that song. Me too. That was my song. Dude, I was I was laying in my waterbed at night with my headphones on, listening to that song on repeat on my cas- my casingle. Yep. I had a single. <laughs> I've had one interaction with Brian McKnight in my entire career, and it wasn't a good one. Oh, so oh no. I was asked to be the head coach of a celebrity basketball team in a basketball game, right? Jermaine Dupree is playing in it. Brian McKnight was on my team also. They clearly looked at me and said, you can't play, but at least you can coach. (laughs) (laughs) So, look, look, my job was to, like, tell guys to come in and come out. But it was real light. It was for, like, charity and stuff, right? And I'm pulling Brian McKnight out, and he's getting super pissed, like, really, really mad. He was so competitive (laughs) in this charity basketball game. Uh He was really, really pissed at me. I was scared to take him out of the game. <laughs> that was his, you know that was his dream to make it to the NBA. I so, did it. It makes uh, more sense. That was as close as he got. Okay. So, so he, yeah, he so, really wanted that game. I, I'm like pulling him out and putting Jermaine Dupree in, who's like four foot eleven. So he must have been really, really. Mad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to my favorite subject: Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. So it's official. Um, Travis Kelsey plays a little bit better when his woman is in the house. So last night, CBS aired this graphic yesterday that just showed how much better he does when Taylor Swift is watching him. So apparently when he is, quote, left to his own devices, which is calling back to her song, Antihero, um, he, <laughs> just a little history lesson, he averages about 46.5 yards, but when she's in the house, he averages 99 yards, mm. but last <laughs> night, he was in fuego because yeah. he had 179 yards really trying to impress his lady, Miss Tay-Tay. So I'm a Chargers fan, and they beat the Chargers last night, and Kelsey kills us every time. Mm-hmm. But either way, so my son and I are watching the game and every time Travis would do something good, I would joke with Hollis. I'm like, oh my God, I wonder how Taylor feels about this. And as soon as I would say that, <laughs> yeah. they would put the camera on <laughs> every single time. They're giving the people what they want. I guess so. Uh, I was watching on Twitter because, you know, I don't, I don't have cable. I ain't watching the game. I'm just here to see Taylor. And so people on Twitter were comparing her watching Travis and, and noticing that he's doing better. And then people were commenting about how uh, about how they must be endgame because when Jessica Simpson was in the house for Tony Romo, he was absolutely choking. <laughs> obviously, like their romance fizzled out. So if Travis is really stepping up and really like putting the pedal to the metal when it comes to his game, it must he means he really cares about this woman and wants to impress her. What does that say about Sierra and Russell Wilson? <gasps> oh no, I'm always got some insight here. Oh yeah, um, it, she had a majority of his games. Not anymore. Um, I mean, I think it's for business reasons, for yeah. schedule reasons, but I also think she's at a point where she's not canceling anything to show up to those games either. <laughs> <laughs> but Giselle Bunchen She's was... no different than any Bronco fan. Yeah, exactly that. That's <laughs> <laughs> bad right now. But Giselle Bunchen was good for Tom Brady, no? Yeah, well, yeah, but clearly. I mean, but they right? didn't go the distance. So no. you're saying that it's Sierra's fault that the Broncos are this bad? So if you're wondering why Mo has that insight, his dad runs security for uh, Russell. Yeah, he's the head security for Russell, and his his life has been pretty rough this season. (laughs) Oh, God. So pray for Russell and my dad. (laughs) I'm just trying to say that even though Giselle was there and he did good, they didn't go the distance, right? So because Sierra is there and he's doing bad, that means they can still go the distance. Ah, okay. That's what I'm trying to say. I got you. My dude got six rings and a divorce. I would take that every single time. (laughs) (laughs)
you would not. Haley, that's not a bad party. Oh, that's a question for later. That's a question for later. Six rings or a divorce? Uh, six rings with a divorce, rather. I'm Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> There's a celeb memoir coming out tomorrow that's not Britney Spears' I'll tell you who's competing with her on your next eBuzz on the Burt Show. The Burt Show. It's so simple that I can't believe it hasn't been done more, but it's mostly happening in Europe. So this weekend, 22-year-old dude in Poland was arrested because he posed like a mannequin all day long. (laughs) And then when the mall closed... He got off of his mannequin stage and went in and broke into a jewelry store and stole all sorts of stuff. Wow. What? Thousands and thousands and thousands of du- stuff. That is commitment. Right. He was a mannequin all day. And he was in the front window. Was that an t- actual picture of him in the front window? Just yes. like standing there like this? Yep. All day long. <laughs> <laughs> He's all dressed all nice. He stood there all day long. And then when the lights go down to the mall and security takes off, he just comes off of there and goes right into a jewelry store and starts stealing wow. all sorts of stuff. And it's not the first time he's done it. Yeah. Uh, they say they've got him like now that they know who he is. They've got him going to uh, get designer clothes and brand shops. Uh, he's going through and getting food at different restaurants. He's been doing it all over town. And apparently, it's been happening in uh, Europe for a long, long time. They busted like four guys doing an entire display in Italy. (laughs) (laughs) And they came in at a designer clothing store late at night. All four of them got off and then started stealing all sorts of clothes before they were busted. That's insane. But again... They got busted. But they did get busted. Yeah, okay. That's right. That, that too- the moral of the story. They got busted. One too many times. All right, so we need to catch up with Candace here, who was really distraught going into the weekend. Hey, Candace, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Really good. All right, so just to recap this for those that didn't hear on Friday, you were really conflicted about what your fiancé wanted to do and help out. Yeah, so my fiance has a friend, she's pregnant, the father isn't around, and she asked him to be in the delivery room, and I just kind of felt like that's an experience that me and him should share, and I also kind of felt like it was a slight to me because she was still trying to be number one in his life, and I just really wasn't comfortable with it, and so I was trying to figure out how am I going to tell him that I don't want him to do that. And didn't you say that there was a level of this that you thought was just real petty on her part because you guys didn't get along real well and you thought that maybe she was doing this just to get under your skin? Exactly. And that's how I felt like she was still trying to be like the number one woman in his life and not really acknowledging like our, you know, that we're getting married and all of that kind of stuff. So I did feel like it was towards me that she was asking him to do that. I think most of these guys in here were like, you know what? Let him help a friend out where I was a little bit more reluctant about it. Uh, Yeah, I think you were the only one that was like, yeah. If she was doing this to be like strategic and manipulative. If there's manipulation behind it, yeah, for sure. But at the same time, that's such a vulnerable position to be in that you do want somebody you know and trust in the room, um, especially if you're by yourself. So how'd the conversation go with your fiance and did you allow him in there? So I gave it a lot of thought and I just was like, you know what, let's do it. But under the condition that I get to come in the room as well. That was a joke. Candace, that was a joke. I threw that out there as a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I thought it was a really great idea to support my fiance and support the friendship. And somebody also made the point that it's about the baby and getting the baby out safely. And so I thought, you know what, let me support everybody. I can be a team player, but under the condition that 
she understands like I'm here now too. So this is my, mm. you know, olive branch to her to say, hey, I'm here for you as well. So huh, yeah, okay. it went well. We are, did. Wasn't we are, there a way to do that from outside the delivery room? <laughs> just, I mean, if she just knows you're there, I think you're doing that. But I love how you're like, well, you know what? What's ever safe for the baby? So if they need my help while I'm in there, that's the real reason why I'm doing it. I guess I'll make the sacrifice. <laughs> Two extra hands can't hurt this situation. Okay. All right. No, I, I like how we're seeing her manipulation and trumping it with your manipulation. Um, so you told him this and now it's on him to tell her? Has she agreed? to this has he agreed to this well they're gonna have the conversation soon so okay. hopefully she will agree but i you know i really just want to be there for everybody just be a team player because it's enough drama going on so mm-hmm. yeah but your fiance is like all right yeah i i see what you're saying and uh, we're absolutely okay yeah, absolutely yeah he, he is yeah. a good man because i would not take that to my <laughs> brain <laughs> not gonna lie to you. No so, way. so did that happen over the weekend um, so he hasn't talked to her yet, but uh, the conversation is coming. So we're kind of more just trying to, I'm like trying to help him be able to break it to her. Um, but I think it's going to go well. So I'm not really worried about it. <laughs> I'm just ready to be there. So yeah. Candace, when you have to use the term break it to her, typically go well doesn't follow that. <laughs> <laughs> so you know this isn't going to go well. This is just you playing chess here with this woman. Well, I I think there may be some pushback, but I have some talking points already ready to go. So I think I'm going to be in the room. I'm going to be there. So, yeah. I would love to hear what one of these talking points might be to turn him and turn her around to enjoy this beautiful experience, all three of you guys together. Well, I just want her to know, like, hey, girl, like, we're going to be here later on. So it's probably good that your baby meets me in the very beginning. And then we can build this bond right now. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got any more? Yeah, right. You got any more now. You don't need more <laughs> When are you planning on having this talk? Um, probably in the next couple of days because she's due pretty quickly. So yeah, probably before the, probably before the weekend yeah, for sure. They can always come early too. You might want to do it yeah. today. I yeah. mean, there's <laughs> another talking point, Bert, is, I mean, there's two legs that need to be held and he can't hold both of them. So she can hold the exactly. left one and he can hold the right one. Right. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. It's just exactly. logistics at this point. draw diagrams. I'm sure she'll be down. Uh, all right, Candace, uh, <laughs> let us know how it goes after you talk to your man and see how she reacts to it also. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you guys so All right, much. All right, thanks for sharing. That. That's not going to go well. <laughs> 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 not going to go really, really bad. The Bird Show. All right, so Mo, all you wanted to do is give a second chance, and you got burned again. Well, that's, that's the question. The question is, did I get burned again? Because the future of me having a family was all on the line <laughs> this weekend. And I'll reset it, Bert, because I don't believe you were here when I told this story the first time. But I had a lot of fear and anxiety as I was invited to go to dinner with my aunt and my grandmother over the weekend because of what happened when I went to dinner with them a week before. So uh, my grandmother was in town for a week. And when I was initially supposed to be out of town for the beginning of her stay here and last minute, I decided to cancel my trip. And ironically, I canceled it because I wanted to rest and I wanted to save money for some upcoming trips. So my entire purpose of not going away for this particular weekend was to stash some money. I didn't want to spend. Keep that in mind. So I called my grandmother, not thinking anything of it. And I say, Grandma, I know you guys are going to dinner. Do you want me to come so that I can see you twice before you take off? And she's like, of course I do. 
here's the deets. You can meet us here. So I'm not thinking anything of it. Great. Going to have dinner with my grandmother. It's lit. I get there, and already it was a little, I was taken aback, I'd say, because there were more people there than I anticipated. But it's all family. It's like six people there. Everybody's family. No big deal. Now, the part that you weren't here for, Bert, where I was like, I don't know if other guys go through this, but I have learned as I've gotten older that when I'm in a situation where it's like six family members, but it's only two guys, because it was me and my uncle, and then it was my aunts, my grandmothers, my lady, and in the back of my mind, the entire dinner, as I'm watching the wine bottles come out and Mm -hmm. the desserts come out and the to-go plates come out, I'm thinking like, okay, this this bill is probably going to come down to me and my uncle. Mm -hmm. So because my uncle is older... And because, like, you know, he's more established, especially here. And the the worst case scenario to me is we're splitting it. Sure. That's worst case. Yep. So no problem, right? But you're tallying everything up in your head as you're seeing. You can't even enjoy yourself because nope. you're just looking at, like, cha-ching, 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 mm-hmm. cha-ching, cha-ching, Because we're not at a cheap place. So that's literally <laughs> the back. Every time a plate is on the table, that's what I hear. Cha-ching. <laughs> it just keeps going, right? And I'm like, all right, but I'm trying to put it out of my mind and just enjoy myself. So as I'm as we're getting to the end now, my uncle and I are sitting on the end of the table and the other end is a wall. So the server really can't put the check anywhere but in between me and my uncle, which is fine. So he slides it like right in between Mm -hmm. us. And I'm thinking, okay, it's go time. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting for him to pick it up. Are you doing the thing where you're like, didn't even like you're not even looking down, looking everywhere. but You're not making eye contact with it at all. Yes, exactly that. Right. So I go to make a joke. Uh, to my grandmother, to somebody, and literally, I turned around, and in that two, three seconds, I made a joke. My uncle was gone. <laughs> His seat just spinning. <laughs> he's he's nowhere to be found. Gone, gone, right? So I'm like, um, where uncle went? Right, this is my aunt, <laughs> and she's like, oh, he just went to move the car. Car must have been in North Carolina. <laughs> Man never came back. Dang, really? So he just takes off, right? You say goodbye to everybody? No. Like, the man just... And if I, I thought he pulled the okey-doke of going to the bathroom when the check was there. Because yeah. I've seen, you know, people have done this. So you guys are trying to, like, out okey-doke each other at this point. It's exactly what's happening. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, all right, he got me. Cool. So let's see what happens from here. So then my aunt pulls out her wallet. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe he left his card with my aunt, which that would make sense, too. So she pulls out her wallet. I see my grandmother pull out her wallet. So I'm like, okay, well, we, we splitting it then. Not a problem. So I put my card on the table. And then my aunt goes, ooh, big money, big money on the table. And I'm like, no, that's small money. Auntie, that's, <laughs> that's relax. Everybody take it easy. And then at that point, she like, she takes my card and puts it in the booklet with the check. And then my grandmother goes to give her card. And then my aunt like waves my grandmother off. <laughs> Don't worry about it. But she waved her off with my money. Like, she didn't, she didn't, have, she didn't have her check. And, her and proceeded to there. take her card out. Yes, and then put her card back, told my grandmother, don't worry about it, Reese got it, and then gave the dude the booklet with just my card in. So I'm like, I've never seen somebody do the wave off with somebody else's money before. This is an impressive move, man, right? yes. So I'm sitting there like, all right, they got me. I see what's going on here. Don't worry about it. I guess I'm not saving money this weekend after all. <laughs> But the problem was I was already scheduled to go out to dinner with them again mm. in a few days because that was the original dinner that I had scheduled. Okay. So I had a lot of people in my DMs like, how'd it go, Mo? Did they get you again? <laughs> and I really didn't know what was going to happen. So I'm going, and the whole time I'm thinking, all right, 
You got to find a way, Mo. You can't you can't let them get you again. <laughs> and the place we're going to now is way more expensive than the first place. No way. And the first place you said wasn't cheap. Exactly. So this one is like known to be expensive and we're all going for the first time. So now I got like my friends in my head like you think they picked that place because they knew you were going to be there. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, you're trying to cause problems with me and my family, right? <laughs> so now my grandmother, I know my grandmother, she, she would pay... Like, no problems at all. But I don't want my grandmother to pay. Like, I wanted someone else to pay, which is why I didn't ask somebody to go half with me the first time, because I knew it would have been my grandmother. And I owe my grandmother way more than I could ever pay her back. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter. So this time we get there, and we sit down at the table. I'm already sweating, right? As soon as I opened up that book, I saw the prices. I'm I'm already sweating. And how many people were you talking about at dinner? So I didn't know. But initially it was supposed to be three. But if 12 would have shown up, I wouldn't have been surprised, uh -huh. right? But it ended up being four. So it was four of us. And so we're all eating, and before, my grandmother knows me so well that before, I, my aunt, so I got there, no, my grandmother got there first, I got there second, we were waiting on my cousin. My aunt gets there third, so me and my grandmother are already sitting down at the table. Before my aunt could even get in her seat, my grandmother has my back so much that she put me at ease. She, she looked at her sister and said, so you know my grandson is not paying for this, right? Oh, <laughs> yes, 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 and she looked like, Oh, no, 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 we're going to split this one. And I said, well, bring the one. <laughs> bring it all out. Grandma, so, yes, yeah. everything is good. Grandma saved the day. It's the Burt Show. The Burt Show. All right, so imagine you're on vacation. You finally get to let your hair down a little bit, right? Relax, leave your troubles behind when your phone starts blowing up, right? And it's your neighbor on the phone saying, um, I don't know if you had this scheduled, but there is a bulldozer in front of your house right now, and it's demolishing your home. Whoa. What? So woman uh, on vacation says, um, no, no, that's not supposed to be happening. So story goes, the hat, this woman from Georgia is on vacation, and yeah, she hired, um, or she didn't hire, but you call it, we haul it, came out, and they start demolishing the house. Now, it's a house that she doesn't live in. It's kind of boarded up, but... It's they, been vacant for 15 years, but that's the family's property, yeah. and that's the family's home, and they had <laughs> no intention of demolishing the home. It's still landscaped well, and they're paying taxes on it, so it should not have been demolished. Here's the woman talking about it. Did you hire somebody to tear your house down next door to me that's been boarded up for about 15 years? And I said, um, no. She said, well, there's somebody over here just demolished the whole house and tore the whole house down. He told her to shut up and mind her own business. I said, well, look, I want to see a permit or something. And he said, okay. Uh, he pulls it out and he says, oh, I'm at the wrong address. Oh. And just packs everything up and leaves and the house is deported. Down, gone. What? <laughs> just crazy. oops and just keeps it moving. Our bad. I hate to break it to you, but the name of your company was on the side of your truck. <laughs> right. So I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to figure out who yeah. done it and come uh -huh. after you. That's probably one star Yelp, huh? Review right there. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> all right, so Tommy was at a kick-ass event this weekend with all these A-list celebrities. Yeah, I did it with DJ Yvonne Monet and... She put it best after this party. She texted me and said, I think we should retire from DJing now because it's never going to get any better than this. Was it a studio opening? Yeah, it's Assembly Atlanta, Assembly Studios. It's where the old GM plant used to be uh -huh. in Goreville, yep. out near Brandsmart. And 
they spared no expense. I'm thinking, God, this would be great to do something like this with the Bird Show. And then I remembered we're in radio <laughs> and this is TV and film. And they're opening this entire uh, movie studio and television studio. It's 19 sound stages. Wow. And wow. like I said, they spared no expense. We had a pre party and I'm in a sound stage. It's 2,500 people from Atlanta, the A list of Atlanta, all black tie decked out and they have this lighting contraption in there that you got to see it i got the video and i'll post it i'll give it to cassie to post up it was amazing who was there so they had performers they and a couple on my bucket list uh a couple older performers dion warwick Gladys Knight. oh wow gladys gladys turned it out dion was cool gladys turned it out did Midnight Train to Georgia, and then CeeLo comes on. Nice. What? Whoa. He Come opened on. up with uh, Georgia on My Mind, which was awesome. Ended up doing Prince. He did some covers. He was awesome. And then Sheryl Crow ended the show. Oh, wow. 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 And we were, like, up front for all of it. That's a night right it there, was, man. It, it was insane. Then they had, I, and I actually left for this. I wanted to stay, but they had a drone show, you know, where the drones do formations in the sky and make pictures I have pictures not seen that yet. I've seen it on video, but I've never seen it in person. But it happened Saturday night. It was crazy. It was a packed. It seemed like everybody that I follow was at that event it, on Saturday night. Yeah. Um, it, it's going to be tough to keep up with Tyler Perry, but there are studios coming in here that are certainly trying it. For yeah, sure. Th this studio is amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. And what's the name of it? Uh, Assembly Atlanta. Assembly Atlanta. All right, Abby. <laughs> Big night for you this weekend. Yeah. Going to an iconic Atlanta institution. Yeah, so when I first moved here, I did one of those Ask Me Anything things on Instagram. And I was like, where should I check out around Atlanta? Like, where are the hot spots? Where are the places that I cannot miss? And I got a series of very contradictory answers because, like, 50% of the people were like, oh, my God, you have to go to the Claremont Lounge. You have to go to the Claremont Rooftop. It's amazing. And then there was about 50 other people saying, if anybody tells you to go to the Claremont Lounge. They are lying to you. Do not go. Like you are going you you do not want to go there. And yes, so you do. I, I've heard I've heard mixed things. So of course coming here you guys have explained more of what it is and the lore behind the Claremont Lounge. But I don't live in that part of town, so I've just never really had an excuse to go out there and check it out. So this weekend, Rebecca was nice enough to ask me to go on a big birthday party, big uh, big party bus trip down in that, in that area where we, we were going to be going to different bars, and we were ending up at the Claremont rooftop. So I thought, what a perfect time to finally be able to check out this Atlanta staple. So we go up to the rooftop, and I was shocked at how beautiful it is up there. I mean, you can see the entire Atlanta skyline. It was popping. There were so many people there having a great time. I was like, I've missed out on the nine months that I've lived here. Why have I not been going here the whole time? And so we were hanging out and we were talking about how we want to go down to the Claremont Lounge, you know, <laughs> later on in the night. There, it, this really is a heaven and hell experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rooftop, very different from the lounge. Yeah. So, so we're sitting there and, you know, we're kind of making our plans for the night where we want to go, check out all the spots and, um, we finally go down there and they're like, oh, by the way, it's a $20 cover charge. Worth every penny. And so I'm looking at my friends and I'm like, is it worth it? Like, what's inside? Is it going to be fun? And they're just kind of looking at me like, because they've been a thousand times They're They're like, it's really not that worth it. And I, I'm looking at the $20 in my, in my, uh, in my purse. And I'm thinking, do I want to go in and see all these women crush beer cans with their boobs? Or do I want to go get tequila shots at the bar down the street where I know I'm going to get hit on? <laughs> And I look at him and I go, why don't we go to Neighbors instead? No. <laughs> oh, oh, 
And so I have still not made it oh, out to the man. Claremont Lounge. Oh. Now, don't get me wrong. Neighbors is pretty awesome also. And it's been around a long time. But Claremont Lounge is... It's, it's a rite of passage. Yeah, it's an experience. And for those of you that don't know, Claremont Lounge is... Um, how do you explain it? Uh, it's a, it's, it's a, where strippers go to retire. They get the last couple years in before they bounce. Yeah. I well, mean, they don't bounce as much anymore. Or too much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are women in there that are dancing that are in their 60s mm-hmm. and 70s. And um, it would be women that you, even younger, that you wouldn't stereotypically see yeah. in a different kind of strip club. But they own it. Yeah, they do. They own it. You walk in there. They've got plastic cups. It's a total dive bar. But it is an Atlanta institution. that you, And if they're charging $20, they should be charging 50. Really? I heard <laughs> I there's know. no air conditioning. Oh, no. There's nothing good nah. about it. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> what makes it. That yeah. It, it was hot. It, it was, was hot, sticky, yeah. but it was fun. It was fun. It was That's what night. makes it so beautiful is everything's just a little, but the music there is great. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can get on the dance floor, it's a great place. Really? Yeah. 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 And Little Pete put on a show, man. <laughs> Atlanta just has the weirdest nightlife. Like, the first place y'all took me when I came here was Johnny's Hideaway, which yeah. was an experience in itself. Y- y'all have a very weird taste in, in nighttime <laughs> fun. <laughs> We do, don't we? A side note, Abby on the Claremont, they will not let you sleep at the bar. (laughs) Did you pass out at the bar? I may have put my head down. (laughs) He's not lying. We went out one night. This is years and years and years ago, and that was not the first nap he took. Did you take a nap under the sign before we went in, or was that after we got out? I don't remember anything after. You guys said I ate hot dogs and took a nap. <laughs> yeah, you definitely have to circle back and do that one. I know. I, I just didn't feel it in my gut this time around, but maybe one day. Maybe one day. It's the Burt Show. The Burt Show.